We all watched together last week as President Joe Biden delivered his second State of the Union address, surrounded by many people protecting him with firearms. And yet, during his address, the president doubled down on his plan to ban assault weapons in the U.S. Ban assault weapons now. Ban them now. Once and for all. Look, I know you know the president has tried to do this before, but this time around, he does have some new backup. To learn more, we're turning to Lee Williams, the Second Amendment Foundation's spokesperson. Good morning, Lee. Good morning. How are you? I am doing well. Glad you're here. When it comes to Biden really continuing this pursuit to ban assault weapons, whatever that really means, um, this time he does have the backing of Brady United. And this is a group that firmly believes in the ban just about as much as Joe does. Why is it, though, Lee, that Biden keeps picking up support like this? Well, he's had Brady. He's had every town. He's had moms demanding attention uh, in his corner since he started this. I, I got to tell you, I know there are a lot of folks out there fundraising on every time on this, whenever he opens his mouth about banning assault weapons. I don't think he can get it through. I know he couldn't get it through the House. I don't think he could get it through the Senate either. You have senators on there like Manchin, Cinema, Tester, who could not go home if they voted for an assault weapons ban. I am more concerned about his end runs around the Constitution that he's yeah. doing through executive orders and, and using the ATF for actions that don't take any re- uh, congressional uh, approval. I mean, we're seeing one come to fruition right now, the pistol brace with the ATF. Uh, ATF told about 40 million Americans in writing that they could own a pistol brace. It was perfectly mm-hmm. legal. And then once Biden got in office, that all changed. And now there's set to become uh, an illegal yep. weapon that you must register with the NFA. Uh, I think we've, we're going to stop that. I know my employer, Second Amendment Foundation, NRA, Gun Owners of America, and uh, several states, including Texas, have filed suit against the Biden-Harris administration and the ATF to stop it. But, you know, I'm more concerned about what he's doing behind closed doors than the assault weapon ban. I don't think he's got the juice now to, to punch that through Congress. Well, that's good to know, because I'm sure that you know, Senator Dianne Feinstein out of California, she did introduce this new bill that kind of has some pieces in it that could potentially rewrite or change um, significantly the Second Amendment. So I'm with you. I also agree that this legislation would never get through the House. But something I always find myself, you know, wondering, why aren't lawmakers like Senator, you know, Feinstein right there from California? Why aren't folks like her or even Joe Biden himself not analyzing the ineffectiveness of, let's say, the California gun ban? Are they simply just ignoring what's going on there? Yeah, I mean, Joe's been, I, I knew Joe when I was a newspaper reporter in Delaware. I covered him for 20 years. I got to tell you, he's never let the facts get in the way of a, a story or yeah. a good decision. Um, he's been, you know, he has been kidnapped by the left of his party, and they're, they're hammering him through Susan Rice in the right House, mm-hmm. in the White House to do more about guns, do more about guns. And, and nobody stops to think that all of these actions, are aimed at the law-abiding gun owner. None of none of them, not one, is aimed at trying to get guns out of the hands of the bad guys. Mm-hmm. They all want to make it more difficult for law-abiding Americans to defend themselves. I mean, there are 20,000 gun laws on, on the books in this country right now. Uh, it'd be ludicrous to think that 20,001 are going to stop anything. 
Yeah, speaking of that, you know, you talk about there's there's never any talk about preventing the bad guys getting their hands on guns. If you had to pick just the, the number one biggest issue with a gun ban, and I know there are about 20,000 of them uh, that we could list, what would you say is the biggest problem with a gun ban? Well, I'm, I can't speak of the ban. I can tell you the problem about putting bad guys and keeping bad guys in jail is you have these... <laughs> I almost said a bad word. (laughs) Happens to me all the time. (laughs) Yeah, these prosecutors. It's difficult for me to talk with using only 40% of my vocabulary. (laughs) Um, You have prosecutors who do not follow the law, who do not put people in jail for the right amount of time. That's the problem. These guys know they can commit a gun crime, go in and come out the next day. And, you know, they're all focused on, on... you know, making it difficult for us. They never, they never realize how bad guys get their guns. They're not going into gun stores and buying them and submitting to a background check and filling out a form forty four seventy three. They're stealing them. They're getting guns the old fashioned way. They're stealing them and they're buying them from other bad guys. And until that is targeted, this is going to continue. Uh, as a result, you know, it's more difficult for the law abiding to get guns. Uh, that's why here in Florida, where I'm at. You know, we're, we're passing, I know Texas has, we're passing a, a permitless or licenseless carry bill to kind of level the playing field, to make it easier for good people hmm. to defend themselves against the bad ones. Well, you said it. Joe never lets the facts, you know, get in the way of a story or some kind of political agenda item that he has. Lee, really good stuff this morning. We appreciate your time. Anytime. Oh, I like the sounds of that. We've got you on tape saying that. That is Lee Williams, uh, the spokesperson for the Second Amendment Foundation, joining us here on Whoa, Whoa. Well, when we- Podcasts by Federated Media.